the Lord gave the word and great was the company of them that published it so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God welcome to the know your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 through 8. Proverbs 4, 5 through 8. And I'm reading. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. I want to talk to you tonight about how to get an understanding. How to get an understanding. We're living in a day now where 85% of the people are crazy. They're not at home. They never showed up. And when you listen to them, you know that it's just a shell there with lips moving. People today have bad understandings. And I'm going to tell you and pinpoint to you why they have a bad understanding. People today, for the most part, have a bad understanding because they don't have a thankful heart. Oh yeah, I can prove that. You see, Paul addresses that same mindset in the book of Romans chapter 1. You don't have to go there. But it says, when they did not thank God, their foolish heart became darkened. And they changed the image of the incorruptible God into corruptible things like four-footed beasts and creeping things. So anyone who does not have a heart of thanksgiving got a bad understanding anyway. When you think about all you have, God gave it. And, and, and where you are, he brought you. And what you know, he taught you. And, and you won't even thank him. You see, a hard void of thanksgiving is a darkened heart and a foolish heart. And, and because they did not thank him, their foolish heart was darkened. Now watch this. People who have darkened heart also have foolish understanding, which have no basic understanding. And I mean, we're living in a time now where people are unthankful. Paul said these days would come. Unthankful, unholy. So we have to understand when you don't thank God for the little things and when you don't get in the habit of thanking people 
for the little things that they do, then your heart is on the way to being darkened. Come on, talk to me now. Your heart is on the way to being darkened. And that's why people don't have no basic understanding. You know, some people have bad understanding. Bad, terrible, bad understanding. You can speak to them in the morning. They don't even speak. Crazy. Early in the morning, you ain't speaking to people. God just woke you up. You just ungrateful old thing, you. When people don't have a heart of thanksgiving, their understanding get dark. And that's why people have no joy because their heart ain't right. So now we need to understand. I like that. Hupostasis. Means to stand under. In other words, the word understand, you flip it, and it means to stand under. In other words, to stand under is to give support to. This lection right here has a foundation on it. A lot of y'all out there can't even see it right here. But it's, you think this, this just up in the air by itself. This ain't no spooky house. This has a foundation. So when you talk about understanding, you talk about standing under, giving foundation to what you believe. Giving foundation to your attitude. Let me tell you something. You can be the most blessed person in the house. Bad attitude, unusable. Spar meat. See, when, when people don't have a basic understanding of even how to treat people, it's something wrong now. How can we say we love God? We've never seen it. In struggling to love people whom the Lord died for. So come on, y'all. How good or how bad is your understanding? Man, speak to you. You a woman. He compliments you on your dress. Say, that's a fine-looking dress you're wearing. All of a sudden, you pulling all on your clothes, tightening up, make sure ain't nothing showing. He just complimented the dress, woman. I mean, he don't want you, nothing like that. I mean, just a basic, basic understanding. People, you know, in, in all this sexual harassment, you know, you can't even hardly compliment people anymore. He won't me. <laughs> you know, I, so, so, so people, you know, it's just people have a bad understanding. Make sure you're not one of them. Now, when we talk about understanding or hypostasis, standing under, giving support to, your attitude, your mindset, your verbiage, all of that. You should not be a person hard to be understood either. You should not be an exercise in enigma. You, you should not be all them people. <laughs> huh? Some people are too many people, too many persons. Now, the reason that this is so important to the Holy Ghost and myself, let me have you understand that we're still talking about the kingdom. See, because watch this. The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, right? But in righteousness and peace and joy, where? In the Holy Ghost. Now watch this. You and I and we and us that are born again, that's the way we got into the kingdom. Jesus put it like this to Nicodemus. Except a man be born again, born again now, he cannot see 
the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Right? So then, those of us that are born again, we are born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed, which is the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Right? Is that right? Is that right? Well, if I'm born again, I'm in the kingdom. Is that right? Well, in the kingdom, there's no depression. In the kingdom, there's no poverty. Not, not in the kingdom. That leads me to believe then that every day ought to be a day of thanksgiving. Now watch this. Every day ought to be a day of rejoicing. It's only through thanksgiving and rejoicing, you know, that my burdens are lighter and my way is brighter. But if I don't understand these things, if I don't understand that I'm responsible for my own joy. I'm responsible. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world ain't going to take it away. But if my joy is missing, it's my fault. I bought me some eye drops today and put them in my eyes. And I tell you what, it, it dawned on me. I'm responsible for my own eyeballs. You're responsible for your, you're responsible for your joy. You're responsible for your mind. Let me tell you something. If your mind tonight is all messed up and all turned around, you don't, you don't think nothing good about people, you don't think nothing good about yourself, you never have anything good and positive to say about other people, never have anything good and positive to say about yourself, your understanding is, 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 is suspect. Because I want to know what hit you, what caused you to have this mindset. Because that means you have a heart problem. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. So whatever is going on with you, you need to take a look at it and ask yourself, does it bring me joy or does it bring me pain? Because you're not just a Christian on Sunday. I hope you don't think that. You're a Christian every day of the week. Which means then that where is your joy today? If little stuff rob you of your joy, what you going to do in the swelling of the Jordan? And what you going to do when the big stuff really shows up? So somewhere and somehow, you've got to understand you're in the kingdom now if you're born again. So therefore, having the mind of Christ means I'm responsible for my mind. I'm responsible for my thought life. So if I'm not happy today, no matter what has happened to me, and I'm still not happy, it's my fault. And if you're not happy, it's your fault. It all goes back to what you think. And so therefore, we have to understand that our joy, our happiness, our peace of mind, it's up to us. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Here in Proverbs 4, and key in on verse 5, the word says, get wisdom. Now, the Greek word for wisdom, or the Hebrew word, and Greek, I looked up in Greek, is the word Sophia. Or uh, if you're from the hood, Sophia. Get Sophia. Now what is wisdom? Wisdom is a spirit that knows how to use knowledge right. Shared this earlier. I went in my closet the other day, and you see how tall I am. Don't laugh in here that that cause you a deficit to have a deficit. So I wanted this sweater. It was up on 
the top shelf up there. Okay? And I didn't feel like going in the other room getting this stool to come and stand up on and reach up there. It was too much effort. So I thought about what could I do to get that sweater from up there while I was down here. And the sweater was on top of some more sweaters that were up there, but the one I wanted was on top. So I thought about it, cogitated for just about 38 seconds. Then I saw this coat hanger. You know, I was in the closet. And so, so I took the coat hanger, one of these old white ones, you know, and I folded both ends of it together, and that caused a little hook to stick out like that. I retched right up there, hooked that sweater, make sure not to tear it, hook it, lift it up, pull it, feel right in my hand. Oh, man. Wisdom. Wisdom knows how to use knowledge right. I knew it was up there. I knew I wanted it. But then how do you get it? James said, if any lack Sophia, ask of God. And he will give you Sophia. See, you can have and hear all this word all day long. But if you don't know how to put it together and make it work for you, you just full of word. You just full of word. So the word says, to get wisdom. Now, when James said, if any lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And he will give it to you freely and upbraid it not. Upbraid means he will not get angry with you if you don't use the wisdom he gave you. Now, we're going to come back here and extrapolate on this a little bit further. But I need to kind of move away from here right quick. And what I want you to do is to go with me right quick over to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And uh, we're going to key in on verses 26 through 30, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I'm talking about getting an understanding. Amen. Ask your neighbor, do you have an understanding? All right. Somebody say, yeah, a bad one. Yeah, well, see, you the one I'm talking to. <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Now listen up. But of him, but of God, are you in Christ. That little preposition right there. But of God are you in Christ. Look up here right quick. When you were born again, you were placed by the Holy Spirit in Christ. Got that? For by one spirit were we all baptized into one body. Now, the moment you called on Jesus and accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you were baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ and sealed until the day of redemption according to the word of God. And you were also translated into the kingdom of God's dear son, which is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, right? Which means then that if you are in Christ, that means you are in the kingdom. And if you are in the kingdom, the only way to get into that part is that you are born again. And if you are born again, then watch this in verse 30, uh, 1 Corinthians 1. But of God are you in Christ Jesus. Now notice, it does not say Jesus Christ. It says Christ Jesus. 
whenever you see Paul uh, reversing it like that, he's calling our attention to where Christ is seated at God's right hand. Now watch this. That's why I don't have to work to get to heaven. I'm already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So I got the best of two worlds. I'm seated in Christ. I'm born again. I'm sealed until the day of redemption. And I'm in the kingdom also. And watch this. The kingdom is in me. Because thine is the kingdom. And the power. And the glory. But now look, look at verse 30 again. But of God are you in Christ. Jesus. See Christ. Jesus when it's put like that. Calls our attention to the upper world, which means then that Christ means the anointed one. Jesus means Jehovah has become our salvation. So when you got born again, you are right now as I speak, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all principality and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also which is in the world to come, which means then that nothing in this world, here we go, ought to get you down. Because you've been lifted far above all that. Do you understand? That's the question. Do you understand this? You, you really need to understand this because if you don't understand this, then everything will get you down. If you don't understand that you are in Christ and you're a new creature, everything gets you down. And the system that God has in place is designed for you to be above only and not ever underneath. Come on now. You, you're not supposed to be struggling. You're not supposed to be poor. You're not supposed to be unhappy. Listen, God has taken the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. According to some folks, they wrote you off a long time ago. You should have been dead and gone a long time ago. But the Lord wouldn't let it be. He was the hope for you and set you free. Am I right about it? I mean, people that knew you back when, you know, that, that don't know you now, you know, because you are in Christ, right? Which means then that you are the head and not the tail. You above only, not underneath. You have to get an understanding of these things so that you won't have a bad understanding. Some of y'all have good understanding, but based upon what happened to you today, some of y'all now sitting up in there with a bad understanding. You shouldn't have a bad understanding. Ever. Never. Not now time. God has made Jesus to be to us everything we need. Everything we need. Your joy, your peace, your long-suffering, gentleness, temperance, meekness, faith, all that's in Christ. Now notice this, 1 Corinthians one thirty again. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us, Sophia, wisdom. See, Jesus is our godly wisdom. And Jesus is also made unto us righteousness. So it's not my righteousness, it's his righteousness. So all I'm not, Jesus is. He's made unto us righteousness. And not only that, he's made unto us sanctification. I'm set aside to serve him. And he's made unto us redemption. I'm once saved, always saved. Now, born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. I cannot be lost. I'm sealed unto the day of redemption. I See, now, now check this out. 
I got to have that understanding. Because whatever happens in life, listen, I cannot afford to be sitting up with a bad understanding. So grandmama died because she had cancer. Heck, I'm still alive. I understand that. Somebody, you know, something unfortunate happened to somebody. I'm sorry that it happened, but praise God it didn't happen to me. Or if it did happen to me, I thank God I'm still alive. See, you can always come up with a positive. And in, in this life, either you're going to face the glass and look at it as being half empty or half full. And the majority of people you know, only thing they see is a half empty glass. I mean, some folks are so negative, they should never say one word ever. You know why? Because they can't find nothing good in nobody, can't find nothing good in themselves, can't find nothing good going on around them. People like that are dangerous people. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't hang, I don't, I don't, mm -mm, no, No, see, you don't want to be you. You cannot afford to wake up early in the morning or either go to bed late at night with a bad understanding. Now, Christ has been made unto us wisdom, amen, and sanctification, and redemption, and righteousness. I already know I'm not perfect. But as I strive for perfection, I know I never reach it, not in this world, I understand that. I understand that. So get wisdom. But get an understanding. See, what people need to do, what all of the body of Christ need to do is to get wisdom and then get understanding. So your life can be meaningful and flourish and you can be happy. I know to some of y'all it may seem foreign. That preacher always up there talking about happiness. Heck, he don't know what I'm going through. That's the reason I'm talking to you. Because whatever you're going through, you ought to be happy that at least you're here to go through it. All of this has to do with attitude. Ask your neighbor, what is your attitude? Okay, now listen up. Go back to Proverbs 4. So Christ has made unto us wisdom. Amen and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Now, we are in him, and he's in us, and we are seated in heavenly places. And every day, all the, heck, Thanksgiving ain't just a, the last Thursday in November. If you thank God for the little things, God will give you bigger things. But if you're not grateful for the little things, why should he give you the bigger thing? And every time you don't thank him, your mind is on the verge of getting dark. <laughs> Listen, if God does anything for you, thank him. If the Lord raises up anybody in your life to do something for you, thank them. Always find yourself thanking people for every little thing they do. Thank them. Send them a thank you card. Tell them thank you. Call them on the phone so that your foolish heart won't get foolish and darkened. 
the biggest sin in this generation, ladies and gentlemen, is the sin of ingratitude. And I ain't never seen it as bad as it is right now. I mean, you can do something. You know, you know what irks me, what chaps my hide, and I don't even have a horse? If I'm going to take my time and wait just a moment and be courteous, because I'm from the old school, and hold the door open for the lady. Hey! I almost stopped that the other week from ever opening doors for a woman ever again. You know why? They just bust on up in there. Don't say thank you, nothing. Heck, I didn't have to do that. People think that you got to do. If someone does something for you, thank them. Thank them. So your heart can stay clean. Let me tell you something. An ungrateful heart is a darkened heart. And whatever it is that calls you to stop thanking people and being thankful, you need to get rid of it because your blood pressure on the way up. You're on your way to paying doctor bills and all this other stuff all because you harboring all this stuff in your spirit. So he left you and the kids. Didn't God meet the need? Well, thank the Lord. So you may not have everything you think you ought to have. But has God been good to you? Well, then thank the Lord. Proverbs 4 and 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Now you notice, Sophia, wisdom, is, 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 is more or less, it, she is a woman. Sophia is a woman. I'm scared of you if you're a homeboy and your name is Sophia. Come on now. Now watch this. Wisdom is God. I remember when the Lord first showed me that I had wisdom, it just blew my mind. And I asked the Lord, does anybody else know all this? I was a baby in Christ. Then. Does anybody else know all this? Man, wisdom is the principal thing. A principle is a primary. So you got to get wisdom. But in your getting, get an understanding. Now watch this. Sophia will promote you. Is that right? Sophia will preserve you. If you love her, she'll keep you. See, it's not wise to get mad and cuss everybody out. Not wise. When it comes to getting an understanding and other people involved, sometimes you'll never reach it. Because people lie. Oh, I forgive you and then kill you behind your back. See, listen. Is this helping anybody? Verse 6. I'm going back to verse 5. Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget it not. See, now listen. Look up here. <laughs> Some things you've gone through in life, you should never forget. 
so that you won't have to repeat the process. Listen, don't forget the lessons of life because you're going to have to repeat them. Some people keep going, getting hooked up with the same folk they just got unhooked up with. Didn't learn a thing. Some people keep going into business with the same kind of scoundrels. Didn't learn a thing. Listen, don't forget the lessons of life. You have to make a decision that you're going to either be a student of life or a dropout. And God knows our churches are filled, our neighborhoods are filled with people that have dropped out of life and no longer want to pursue any goal, no longer want to go on. No, no. The things that God has brought you through and the lessons that life have taught you, do not forget them. Let me show you a foolish thought right quick. Some of you were raised in Christian homes. I was not fortunate. You consider yourself blessed if you were. If you had real Christian parents, you consider yourself blessed. But watch, listen to this foolish thought right here that some people had. Well, I just ain't going to be taking my children all up in church. And we ain't going to be living all up in church. I almost cussed. It didn't kill you. And if you, you, you still here. So if the Lord brought your parents and they have whipped you to death, what do you mean with this new idea? Oh, I don't whip my children. Baby, when they get big enough, they're going to whip you. Don't forget the lessons of the past. Don't forget how you put all your hopes on this horse and it died at the finish line. Huh? Learn something. Learn that you cannot take everybody into your confidence. Learn something. That you cannot tell people your intricate business. Learn something. Learn. Learn who is with you and who is against you. Learn something. And don't forget it. Let me give you a page out of the Bible. David was a mighty man of valor. Saul was a coward king. Jealous of David. Saul sought opportunity to destroy David. Saul threw a javelin at David one day. David was only in there playing music because Saul was a depressed king. I wonder then in depressed basileus in here. Just depressed. But you know what the word says after David threw that, after uh, Saul threw that javelin at David, you know what the word says? From that day forward, watch this, David walked in wisdom towards Saul. Let me tell you something. These folks are trying to kill you and trying to get all in your business and destroy you. You better learn how to walk in wisdom toward them. You better learn how to put some distance between you and them. Some of these people that don't mean you no good, you need to get out of their face. From that day forward, David walked in wisdom. When you know that you have enemies and you basically know who they are, baby, give them all the breathing room they need. And I tell you another thing, quit going to these people trying to make friends. Because the word says you do not go to an angry person because their words will wound you. Are you understanding this? And see, we are in here tonight to get an understanding. And, 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 and the basic thing is to understand how we interact with kingdom principles based upon daily living. Oh, no. If I know you don't like me, 
then I'm better off for it because now I got the revelation. I know who you are. Now I see you for the scoundrel you really are. But you know what? You'll never know that I know that you ain't no good and you don't mean me no good. You'll never know it. You know why? Because I'm going to still shake your hand and I'm going to love you at a distance. Hello? 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 You'll never know that I know that you stabbed me in my back and said all this stuff. You know why? Because I'm mature enough not to change. So you don't know what I know. You don't know what I know. David walked in wisdom towards Saul. You know what that meant? He put some distance between him and Saul because he knew that Saul tried to hurt him. You don't hang with people that's trying to kill you. You don't hang with people that's trying to undermine you. You don't, you don't do that. All right, let me switch gears right quick. Verse 6, Proverbs 4. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. You want to be kept? You better walk in wisdom. Huh? Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. You got to love wisdom. You got to love wisdom. Wisdom says, okay, if you're going to do some cooking for the holiday. Knowledge says, I know I'm going to do it. Wisdom says, now how do I need to get it done? Now, I'm not in your kitchen, but let me suggest something. Wisdom would say, you don't pull everything out of the cabinets, have everything strolled all across the kitchen counter, bowls and everything all over there, and you on top of all that trying to cook. No, you know what wisdom say? Draw some dishwater. Clean up as you go. So love her, she'll promote you. So that when you get through to the end of it, you're washing the last thing. Uh, putting the last thing into the dishwasher and wiping the can off, all your food in the stove and all that. But no, you got every bowl in the cabinet out. It's all you got. You got flour all on the floor. You got everything. The kitchen looked like somebody just ran through there and went berserk. And now you're looking back. You finally got the food on the stove in the oven. You got dishes stacked all the way up to the ceiling. You know what you're gonna say? I'm tired. I'm tired. So, which means then that. Do you really have wisdom? Because that ain't wise to have all that stuff over there. It's not wise. Wisdom is known of her children. Wisdom says, just like in, when, when I told you earlier about being in the closet, okay? How do I get this done? Knowledge says, I know I need that sweater from up there. How do I get it? Wisdom knows how to take knowledge and make the application. If you know you got to cook all that stuff, then be wise enough to clean up as you go. It'll, wisdom will promote you. But heck, you look back and you got dishes all the way up. You can't even see the light in the kitchen. There's so many dishes. You don't feel like doing all that stuff now. First thing you do when you start cleaning up is draw you some dishwater. Slip them bowls off in there as you get through and let them kind of, you know, do what they're going to do. So you just start pulling that stuff out, rinse it out right quick, throw it in the dishwasher. Those of you that's not so blessed by the Lord Jesus Christ, then you just have to wash dishes with your own hand. You know, but wisdom, you know, you, you have to have wisdom to know how to put the knowledge you have 
to work for you. You have to get wisdom, but you have to get understanding. People are arguing over stuff that makes no sense. You know why? Because nobody wants to be wrong. Pride goes before destruction. It'll destroy that marriage. It'll destroy that relationship. Ain't nobody ever always right except me. That's teasing. Verse 6. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love wisdom, and she shall keep thee. Look at verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Come on now. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. Wisdom is the principal thing. Pastor Dodd used to be a principal. So Sir Clark used to be a principal. It's my understanding a principal is the principal. Main thing. Under the principal, you have teachers. Same thing in life. Wisdom is the principal thing. But you, you're going to learn some lessons in life if you're a willing student of life. These things will teach you, teach you, teach you. You don't run with people that's robbing folk. No. You don't run with people that have no morals. No. You don't run with, with our teenagers that that detest their parents. You have to understand these things. There are people right now in prison for life got in the car with the wrong person. So a principal may have teachers and instructors on staff, but the principal is the principal thing. And the principal thing ought to know who's on the staff. So that wicked thought, hey, it shouldn't be on the staff. So you have to come up with a way, and God has already given it to us, where you can get an understanding. Now, when it comes to trying to get an understanding with some people, I, I need to help somebody out right here and save you some, some blood pressure medicine, a lot of other stuff, you know, some tagament. Some people you'll never get an understanding with. You know why? Because some people don't understand themselves. And some people, have you ever met a person, they just that way because that's the way they want to be. And even the Lord Jesus Christ can't change them. So then, what is this getting an understanding about? Since you probably can't get it from other people. You have to get an understanding as to who you are. You have to get an understanding as to who God is in you. You have to get an understanding for yourself as to who you are in Christ. See, because if you don't get that basic understanding, then watch this. You're going to be forever up and down based upon the opinions of other people. You have to get an understanding for yourself about yourself. Now, if you know you have a quick temper, you're the last one to know it. Everybody else already know it. Everybody else already know it. But you know what's so sad about this generation? Can't nobody tell us because we, 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 we'll stop speaking to them. I'm, I'm going somewhere and they'll be through. 
This is where I'm headed. If you look in verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. That's the primary. Therefore, get wisdom. Get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. As to how to use knowledge right. Get understanding. But notice in verse 8. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. Now, if you're working in the workplace with other folk and everybody else always come back to work late, it's your time to shine now. Wisdom says, I know how to take this knowledge and use it to my advantage without even bringing up nobody's name. Everybody's 10, 15 minutes late all the time. I see that. I got knowledge of that. Wisdom says, I'm going to be 10 minutes early. For what reason? Wisdom is trying to promote you, duh-uh. Wisdom will promote you. If you love her, the worst thing in the world is a dumb saint. Huh? Now, I ain't call you dumb. Just look straight ahead. Look, look at somebody's hair back there, and back there in the kitchen. You'll be all right. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Now, notice. You have to embrace Sophia. Say, teach me your lessons. I told somebody today, bears repeating, sometimes women don't know men and have not had a good track record dealing with men. Wisdom would say, leave them the heck alone. Wisdom would say, but don't fall in love with Josephine either. See, there are some things we ain't right now equipped to deal with. So you know what you need to know what wisdom say? Leave that alone. That's what wisdom say. Leave that alone. Married folk running with single people. Staying out all night. They ain't wise. Hey, you going to talk to me up in? I'm going to talk to anyone by now. You know, I'm going to complete the lesson. How wise is that? Credit cards. I'm going to max this one out, max that one out. That, that is no understanding. Let me tell you something. The Lord said in his, in his word, don't be like the mule. You know what the mule a mule has no understanding. You notice, have you ever noticed how long a mule's face is? A mule is always depressed. A mule doesn't have no understanding. Do you know, now God didn't make a mule. You do know that, right? Yeah, you all know that. God didn't make a mule. God made a horse and God made a donkey. Man crossbred a horse and a donkey and came up with a mule. That's why that mule ain't happy. <laughs> That's why <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why that mule is not happy. That's why that mule's face is so long. When you see people always with a long 
with a long face, they have no understanding. A mule has no understanding. A mule always depressed. You can say to a mule, good morning. Why are you speaking to me? Bad understanding. Some people you know have bad understanding. Now I'm getting ready to switch into another gear. If you are ever going to be happy, consistently. Now I know stuff happens. I, I know that. But God told me just like he told me today, told me tonight to come in here and talk to you about getting an understanding. Because I'm here to tell you you need it. Now I'm going to show you a scripture that will forever change your life if you receive it. Because in this world you're going to need an understanding. Why do you think the Holy Ghost said wisdom is a principal thing so therefore get wisdom but not all that get and get understanding? It's not but one way according to the Bible that you can get an understanding from God. Not but one way. And I was so excited when the Lord shared that with me today. This morning when I got up actually uh, he put this on my heart to talk to you all about getting an understanding. Because people will change on you and you start tripping if you're not careful thinking you did something. Sam Cook used to sing this song, nobody wants you when you're down and out. And you know when you're blessed and you're happy and things are going well, the people you think that should have been happy for you are now your number one arch enemies. You know, you would think that if you would do good to somebody, they would do good to you. I can go on all night with this, but I need to show you the scripture so that you can understand some things. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Tell your neighbor, we need to get an understanding. All right, Hebrews chapter 11. That in one other scripture. Now notice this. Now faith is, verse 1, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand. Wait a minute. There was something said right there. You will never understand What's going on in your life if you don't have no word? Never. You can go have your palm red, mind red, you know, back red, foot red. Through faith we understand. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm getting ready to give you this last scripture right now. So it's through faith that we understand. See, have faith in God. Say that back to me. Okay, so if I have faith in God, I don't need to, to know all of the intricate details. I just need to know that if I trust the word of God, that's what's going to bring me my understanding. Because man will lie to you. Is this resonate? Now I need to pull two scriptures together and I'm through. 
You see verse 3 right here where it says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. This means that through faith and only through faith do we get an understanding. I got to believe God's word. If I'm down and out and don't have no money, I got to believe that if I tithe, he's going to open the window. If I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I understand already. I'm saved. What, what gave me that understanding? The word. It's through faith. It's through the word that we understand that our tongue will frame our world. Yeah. Your tongue will frame your world because when you call things which are not as though they were, you are speaking to something that's not visible. It's invisible. And it's only through the word that understanding comes. Now let me see if I can make it real clear right here. This is my last shot. This last train to Dodge City. Don't miss it. So if I'm talking about getting an understanding, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom knows how to use knowledge. Right? So if wisdom is a principal thing and I'm supposed to get wisdom, then also in all of my getting, I'm supposed to get understanding. I'm supposed to love wisdom. I'm supposed to, to embrace wisdom and get promoted. Now, God told me to get understanding. How can I get it? It's only through faith that I can get it. But now check this out. What understanding, what basic overall understanding should I have? That's a good question. What basic overall understanding should I have as a Christian while I'm here on this earth? What basic understanding? And see, if you have a basic understanding, then you can't help but appreciate life every day God's in. If you have a basic understanding, you don't have a messed up mind. If you have a basic understanding, you don't lose sleep. I'm about to show you a scripture that's going to take care of all that and make a lot of things in your life a real simple and real plain if you hold on to it from this day forward. Because the Lord told me to come and talk to y'all about this. So how do you get understanding? First of all, we know that through faith we understand, right? But let me show you this scripture. This is powerful right here. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. You say, well, I know that. Well, that, that's okay. But now you're getting ready to see it in another light. Watch this. Romans eight twenty-eight. And we know that all things work together in congruence for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, now watch this. This is powerful. Knowing is knowledge. What do I know now? I know that all things work together for my good. I know that. That's my basic understanding. Got that? So if I know that all things work together for my good, I'm not going to lose no sleep trying to figure out why this happened to me. Because can't nothing happen in my life anyway unless the Lord allow it to happen. So my basic understanding is that whatever happens to me in life, the Lord had to allow it. Come on, Job. Had to allow it. So that's my basic understanding right there. So I know that whatever's going on in my life is going to work out for my good. I, I, I may not, I, I may not, I don't have to try to, 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 to understand it right here because faith is the avenue that brings me understanding. And what do I understand out of all this? 
that's been saying, what do I understand? This is what I understand. I understand that it's going to work out for my good. I understand that. So why was I stabbed in the back and lied on? That's just people. That's just people. But what is my basic understanding? It's going to work out for my good. Why, why, did, why, did, why did my child die at early age? I don't know. But if I love God, it's going to work out for my good. That's my basic understanding. See, if I have a basic understanding, I can be in California and something happened to me. My basic understanding is this only happened because the Lord allowed it. He didn't do it, but he allowed it to happen. And he's already told me that this I know. What do I know? I know that all things work together for my good. Knowing is knowledge, right? So now watch this. I know that. Wisdom is the principal thing. So then how do I put together the things that are happening in my life so that I can sleep all night? This is how you do it. I know that all things work together for my good. You say, well, preacher, how long will the night last? It's going to last as long as it needs to because ain't no need to rush in the night because it's one coming behind that one. See, when I have a basic understanding, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. So it doesn't matter how long the night is. What I need to do is, is go through the night in faith. Come on. You're not going to understand everything that happens in your life, but one basic understanding that you can go away from here with tonight and it will promote you and bless you all the days of your life. And that's this basic understanding that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. So then why did certain people turn away from me in my life? I can't explain other people's actions. But I can explain this. It's going to work out for my good. See that word know right there? That, that word and we know? Gives us peace. Is what you don't know. That give you torment. And since you know that whatever you're facing tonight. That it's going to work out for your good. Only thing you need to do. Is to wait on the Lord. No matter how long it takes. Because it's through faith what? That we understand. You cannot get an understanding apart from the word of God. So now, I don't have to walk around hating people that did me wrong because I know the word has told me that my enemies one day will be my footstool. I got a basic understanding about that. I don't have to go around depressed when I know and already been told the joy of the Lord is my strength. I understand that. So my part in this is to rejoice. Is this making faith? That's how it works. It's through faith that we understand. You cannot get no understanding where there's no word. Now, if, 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 if you're looking at the blessings that God has placed upon someone else's life, first of all, you're looking in the wrong direction anyway. See, what you need to do is to become a constant gardener in your own life. Because whatever God blesses them with, that's what he blessed them with. But I'm so glad to announce he didn't run out of blessing when he blessed them with it. Because there are more blessings that he has. They didn't get all the blessings. The Joneses don't have all the blessings. 
So what do I need to understand? That Lord, I'm waiting on you and no matter how long it takes, I know you're going to come through. Because if you brought me through this, you'll bring me through that. If you brought me through that, you'll bring me through this. So I can rest on that. That's what gives me understanding. That's what gives me understanding. When the word speaks, you should go to sleep. You should go to sleep. If I know by his stripes I'm healed, I can feel as sick as a dog down on Travis Street. But if I know by his stripes I'm healed and I believe that, then I've already made my petition known unto God and I know that Romans 8.28 is talking to me. I cannot get an understanding where there's no word. Because it's only through faith that we understand. So if your best friend turn out to be your worst enemy, you understand that. But you know what? Love your enemies and go on. Because vengeance is mine, said the Lord. See, when the word speaks, that's what brings understanding. And oh yeah, by the way, quit condemning yourself over past failures. Quit punishing yourself over the sins of your past. Let it go. And I tell you something else. You can't make nobody love you, honey. If you do, somebody going to be dressed in black leather and somebody going to be wearing chains. Uh-huh. Can't make nobody love you. So I have a basic understanding. My basic understanding is this, because I know people, people shoot at me all the time. My basic understanding is real basic. Whatever happens to me in the course of a day, a week, a month, a year, whatever happens in my life, I know I'm God's child, and I know the Lord ain't going to allow nothing to happen that he has not already prepared me to deal with. I already know that. So you know what? In the kingdom, there is joy. There is peace. There is long-suffering. There is gentleness, meekness, temperance, faith. Everything I need is in Jesus. That's my basic understanding. And that's what I stand on. I'm happy every day. I look at people, I, I look at, you know, professed Christians, and I wonder where is their joy. When you have a mindset that I'm God's child and nothing's going to happen to me unless the Lord allow it, and all things are going to work together for my good, it's through faith that I begin to understand these things. I don't have time to be trying to tear people's character down. They too busy trying to tear my down, so, mine down, so why should I be like them? I'm not going to do it. I don't have to. I got a whole lot of more things I can get involved with and talk about than to be trying to get back at somebody. That's too much energy. That's too much energy. And, and I tell these young boys and have told them over the years that, you know, okay, so somebody says something about your mama, so you're going to fight. Well, heck. You might as well, it's going to be a long road. You can't fight everybody. <clears throat> so wisdom would tell you how to handle this situation. You just remove yourself from Leroy and go on about your business. And remember, he was talking about his mama back there, not yours. <laughs> you have to arm yourself spiritually and mentally. And oh yeah, by the way, get rid of all these emotions you run around here with now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. I was at a home 
the power and the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.